the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show. What Adam Schiff did, use his power as a chairman and lie to the American public. Even the inspector general said it. And if you want to talk about Swalwell, because you have not had the briefing that I had. Eric Swalwell had a problem with a Chinese spy. I mean, Pence, so seriously. Yeah. We have this great thing going with Joe. Yeah, yeah. and you just ruined it. And did. Come on, man. Yeah. Now, from the relieffactor.com Studios. Here's Mike Gallagher. I guess now it's becoming who doesn't have classified documents in their home, their garage, their basement. I wonder what room they found the classified documents at Vice President Mike Pence's Indiana home. Was it his home or his office? All I know is everybody sort of collectively said, all right, I'm out. No more... uh, No more bad news for Donald Trump. That's what this is about. You understand what's happening? Do you have you seen polls lately? Trump's lead over Biden, over DeSantis, over everybody widens. You know why? Because people are like, well, they were going after him again for the wrong reasons. Everybody's got classified documents. Biden, you know, Trump, Pence. Is Obama going to be next? What about Hillary? What kind of classified documents does Hillary Clinton have? Well, we know what she does with stuff that she shouldn't have. She gets out the the hammers and the bleach bit, and she knows how to destroy it. I guess uh, Mike Pence didn't wasn't really good at bleach bit. <laughs> even, even Trump said Pence hasn't done anything wrong in his life. Leave the guy alone. This weekend, President Trump is going to be in South Carolina. Write him off at your own peril. Because guess what? Guess what? He's coming back. There's just no way. Have you seen these polls? Emerson and Harvard and USA Today. He beats everybody. Now, in the middle of where we are with Trump supposedly you know, in the wilderness, he shouldn't be beating the county commissioner in picking South Carolina. He should be just underwater. Why do you suppose Trump wins in all of these polls? The media won't touch this with a 10-foot pole. They don't want to go anywhere near Trump's popularity with the American people. But it's apparent they do report on the polls Here's another one. Ooh, Emerson. Ooh, he beats Penn, He beats uh, Biden by seven points. Ooh, look at this poll. Oh, Harvard. Uh, look at oh Ipso. Look at this poll. Oh, he's over Ron DeSantis by twenty five points. 
minutes. Not even close. And people sit around, oh, I'm tired of Trump. It's time to turn the page. Oh, it's, oh, I don't like him. He's mean and he's got too much drama and they hate him so much. That, incidentally, is one of the most un-American positions I've ever heard uh, anybody say. Well, the left is so mean and they hate him so much that, that, that he cannot win, so I won't vote for him. Mm, mm, mm. Remind me never to hope that you're in a, in a foxhole with me somewhere where we're under uh, siege. <clears throat> I mean, you just don't give up because the left is so vicious. You've got to be vicious right back. You got to. We really do. We got to fight fire with fire. You think Kevin McCarthy's going to roll over to the dirty Democrats? If you were worried about the the new House Speaker Kevin McCarthy being too much of a wimp, wait till you hear what he the exchange he had with a reporter yesterday after removing these uh, these these crumb these these. Uh, well, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm trying to do better on name calling. Tracy gets mad at me when I call names, so I'll just call Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell controversial figures. Is that better? I think that's better. I'm not going to call them bums or cretins or degenerates. I'll just call them controversial figures, and they're whining like stuck pigs. They're squealing to the heavens. I've been removed from the Intelligence Committee. This is terrible. You know, apparently Eric Swalwell and Fang Fang didn't go over real well with the House Speaker and committee committee uh, positions. Maybe not a good idea to have people like Shifty Schiff and Eric Fang Fang on the Intelligence Committee and on committees that possess state secrets. So listen to a reporter Trying to badger Kevin McCarthy yesterday, and his, and and check out his epic response. What did Adam Schiff do as the chairman of the Intel Committee? What Adam Schiff did use his power as a chairman and lie to the American public. Even the Inspector General said it. When Devin Nunes put out a memo, he said it was false. When we had a laptop, he used it before an election to be politics and say that it was false and said it was the Russians. When he knew different, when he knew the Intel, if you talk to um, John Radcliffe, DNI. He came out ahead of time and says there's no intel to prove that, and he used his position as chairman, knowing he has information the rest of America does not, and lied to the American public. When a whistleblower came forward, he said he, he did not know the individual, even though his staff had met with him and set it up. So no, he does not have a right to sit on that. But I will not be like Democrats and play politics with these, where they removed Republicans from committees and all committees. So yes, he can serve on a committee, but he will not serve on intel, because it goes to the national security of America, and I will always put them first, all right? And if you want to talk about Swalwell, let's talk about Swalwell, because you have not had the briefing that I had. I had the briefing, and Nancy Pelosi had the briefing from the FBI. The FBI never came before this Congress to tell the leadership of this Congress that Eric Swalwell had a problem with a Chinese spy until he served on intel. So it wasn't just us who were concerned about it. The FBI was concerned about putting a member of Congress on the intel committee that has the rights to see things that others don't because of his knowledge and relationship with a Chinese spy. 
There's a new sheriff in town. Bravo, Speaker McCarthy. And that's the way you do it. We're going to have to stand up to, to this bunch and, and stand up and fight. And is there a better fighter? Is there a, is there a more skilled prize fighter than Donald Trump? I mean, who do you think's going to fight back like that? Who do you think's got the got the fire in his belly? Um, there and they're trying. So Derek wants me to play a clip from CNN, the the former lieutenant governor of Georgia, somebody named Jeff Duncan, who's now a CNN contributor. Oh wow, that's that's all you got to know. He's the perfect Republican for CNN. And he gets on CNN last night, apparently, and says, oh, there's enough evidence to charge Trump. He's going to be indicted. The walls are closing in. It's all over now for Donald Trump. (laughs) Yeah. Keep dreaming, pal. That's about as realistic as me playing your stupid clip on this show, because I'm not. Rich in Alaska texts, Mike, it's beyond ridiculous that people are dumb enough to give up on Trump due to the whining and disapproval of Democrats. Looking at the condition of America, the last thing any American should care about is the approval or opinion of these anti-American abusers. Rich, you're spot on. So if you doubt what I'm saying, go just just take a little stroll through poll lane. You may not believe polls. Are they all wrong? Donald Trump remains the Republican stalwart. He is the presumptive nominee in 2024. And you're going to have to get over your, uh, it seems to me, your uncomfortableness with that. Now, the primary process is going to play out. The voters get to go to the polls in every state, and we're going to decide. But Write him off at your own peril. I mean, it's it's just dumb to do so. Meanwhile, the wars continue to wage. Did you see what AT&T, the parent company of DirecTV, did? They kicked Newsmax off their lineup. You can't get Newsmax now on DirecTV. I mean, they're trying to come after all of us. They they want to they're trying to figure out a way to stop every single conservative outlet in America. First it was One American News. Now it's Newsmax. AT&T and DirecTV refused to pay Newsmax the carriage fees which is crucial to these TV networks. They refused to pay them the same carriage fees they pay everybody else. And Newsmax said, "Enough! You gotta, you gotta be fair here. You're not being fair with us, and you're not paying us the, the carriage fees that you pay all these other big." I, I, Newsmax is is the fourth news network right now in the country behind Fox and MSNBC and CNN. Nope, sorry, you're out. And you know, you could make the argument, well, they're a private company; it's direct TV. No, no, no. There's all kinds of government subsidies and all kinds of tax breaks. Congress has to investigate this. It's time 
to, to have hold congressional hearings over this absolute blatant effort to silence a point of view that these that a woke company like AT&T and DirecTV doesn't approve of. It's disgusting. It's gross. It's it's egregious. And I'm confident that when you've got a bunch of Republicans like Jim Jordan and Kevin McCarthy and a whole bunch of others on Capitol Hill, again, a new sheriff in town, maybe AT&T won't get away with it because it's infuriating. Got a lot to unpack today on a Wednesday, January 25th, 2023. We're in the relieffactor.com studios. Welcome aboard. Let's put your voice front and center. Our number is 800-655-MIKE, 800-655-6453. One open line. Give me your reaction to all of it. Tell me your thoughts about Pence with his classified documents. Let's see if you agree with me about my analysis that Trump comes out of this smelling like a rose and it just continues to catapult him to be the presumptive nominee in 2024. And let's see if you agree with me about the need for congressional hearings to investigate AT&T, to look at DirecTV and look at their practices and look at why they would censor a conservative network like Newsmax. It's appalling. And normal people know it. Heck, progressives ought to be upset about it because guess what? You might be next. How about let's uh, deplatform MSNBC, huh? You wouldn't like that very much. 800-655-MIKE, 800-655-6453. I hope you join us. Subscribe to the Mike Gallagher Show podcasts and stay current with all the important moments from the show. It's breaking news and what to make of it. The Mike Gallagher Show podcast. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to the Mike Gallagher Show podcasts today. MyPillow is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. You've helped MyPillow become one of the most extraordinary success stories in America today. Well, now Mike Lindell wants to give back exclusively to you, a Mike Gallagher listener. The Percale and Giza Dream bed sheet sets are available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're on sale now for as low as $29.98 with our listener promo code MikeG. Order today because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale and Giza Dream Sheets are breathable. They have a cool, crisp feel made from the finest cotton on earth. Comes with a 10-year warranty, a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this amazing offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order today. Get them while they're hot. Call 800-928-6034. Use the promo code MikeG or call 800-928-6034. 800-928-6034. Or go to MyPillow.com. Look for the Mike Gallagher Radio Special Square. Click on that box. And with anything you order, be sure to enter the promo code MikeG. MyPillow.com. Promo code MikeG. MyPillow.com. Promo code Mike G, or call 800-928-6034 like we love to sing. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Promo code Mike G.
This is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show. What Adam Schiff did, use his power as a chairman and lie to the American public. Even the inspector general said it. And if you want to talk about Swalwell, because you have not had the briefing that I had. Eric Swalwell had a problem with a Chinese spy. I mean, Pence, so seriously. Yeah. We have this great thing going with Joe. Yeah, yeah. and you just ruined it. And did. Come on, man. Yeah. Now, from the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike Gallagher. Yesterday came the news that former Vice President Mike Pence discovered classified documents in his home. Looks like this is a, uh, a bipartisan disease that is spreading. <laughs> and, of course... There's one guy who benefits from all of it. It's Donald Trump. Because Pence having classified documents officially turns this into a non-issue for the American people. That's it. Everybody's got them. Many of people, I mean, it'll be a matter of time before Hillary or Obama. How many more people are going to have classified documents in their home? Because now all these lawyers are nervously sifting through their clients' files and finding classified documents, which is inconceivable. I, You know, Mike Pompeo said something on Fox News yesterday. How about taking some accountability? Why is there no accountability taken? Take responsibility for it. If anybody is capable of it, it's Mike Pence. You wait and see. He'll do a mea culpa. He'll say, listen, I was wrong. This was terrible. I'm so sorry. None of these guys have acknowledged the the seriousness of having classified documents in their home. Heck, Biden doubled down and said, I've got no regrets. I had him in the floor by the Corvette. I don't care. No regrets. Which is about as arrogant a response as you could imagine over something like this. Listen to former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo with Sandra Smith yesterday on Fox News. This is such a common sense reaction to this wacky unfolding story. Uh, every one of us who handles classified information, I did it as a member of the House of Representatives when I served on the Intelligence Committee, and then I had a skiff in my home, both as CIA Director and Secretary of State. We, we all sign a set of rules about how we're going to handle this information, and every one of us does our level best to do that. I hope everyone in this, whether it was President Trump, President Biden, Vice President Pence, all did that. Uh, when you find out you made a mistake, if that's in fact what it turns out to be, you need to get it in the right hands as quickly as you can, and then you need to take responsibility for what happened. Uh, this is serious stuff. If those documents are classified, it's important, and we need to protect those secrets. It's hard for me to have imagined this happening to someone, like some of these appear to have been from President Biden's time as a senator. I I never even hardly touched those documents. You would be in a skiff in the Capitol building, on the table, read, leave. When you're an executive branch, you have these classified documents in your home. And so uh, one can imagine a note getting someplace, something getting stuck in. I, I, I suspect that may be what happened, but the, we have an obligation to the American people to figure that out and who might have seen them. It's a good point. It's a great point, actually. I have questions. I mean, if the National Archives are responsible for classified documents, why don't they police this? Isn't it like checking a library book out? You, you, you fill out a form. you got documents that, you, that are, are out of the building. They're out of the White House or they've left the, the official office. And then you got to return them? How hard can that be? If you take a library book out and you don't return it, they'll eventually, they'll, they'll send you notifications. you got to return the book. You can't just take classified documents, but I've got questions. 
And Mike Pompeo is a perfect person to give me some answers. He's going to join us a little bit later this hour. The former Secretary of State uh, will speak to him about a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, Not only the classified documents, but about his potential or possible presidential aspirations. We'll talk about his time serving under Donald Trump. And, you know, back to Trump for just a moment. I got a big question. Why aren't they raiding the homes of everybody else like they raided Mar-a-Lago? Once again, the effort to go after Donald Trump backfires. I, I mean, I have an ability, I think, and I'm, I'm trying to be humble here, but I see things and connect dots in a way that a lot of people don't see it. Donald Trump is emerging from this thing so triumphantly. Over at Mediaite, new poll, Trump leads Biden as polls swing a whopping seven points in his direction. Here's how Mediaite covers this last poll from Emerson. Former President Trump's electoral prospects for 2024 appear to be looking up. The latest Emerson College poll shows Trump leading Biden in a potential matchup, which is a significant swing from last November. Now, in a normal world, Trump would be underwater. He wouldn't be beating the dog catcher in Poughkeepsie, New York right now. He beats them all. Easily. The poll carried more good news for Trump. 55% of Republicans polled said they believe Trump should be the party's 2024 nominee. Additionally, Trump holds a whopping 26-point lead over Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. And you know what has helped him greatly? This classified document scandal. This whole story. You had you had the federal government swooping in on Mar-a-Lago at 6 in the morning, agents with long guns, like he's Osama bin Laden. And you know what normal people say to that? Especially now that we're discovering how many government officials have had classified documents in their home? That is just plain wrong. Their efforts to stop Trump backfire over and over and over again. You know why? Because he's not the monster they think he is. Or the, the monster they portray him to be. Here was Senator Rick Scott asking a pretty logical question about DOJ and this ridiculous a, a, a grotesque raid on the president's residence, Mar-a-Lago. I think the president needs to explain uh, what he's done. I think justice has to explain why did they raid Mar- Mar-a-Lago and why didn't they raid uh, every place that Biden's ever been? This doesn't make any sense. They ought to be clear. And there might be a legitimate reason, but tell us why they didn't do it and why they're treating this uh, this differently. Oh, there's a legitimate reason. Stop Trump at all costs. Stop him at all costs. We're going to embarrass him. We're going to rifle through his wife's underwear drawer. We're going to we're going to accuse him of being, you know, some kind of a traitor and terrorist. We're going to swoop in on Mar-a-Lago. Guess what? Mike Pence didn't get that treatment. Joe Biden didn't get that treatment. Nobody else gets that treatment. It's because they're not Trump. Don't you see? The guy benefiting from this dramatically is Trump. Now, you may not want to hear it, and that's okay. Challenge me. Prove me wrong. 
The guy benefiting from this is Trump. Americans don't like seeing this kind of unfair, unequal, vindictive, petty, vicious treatment of people like Trump. Trump has been uh, Trump has been put through more. One this one individual has put through been put through more than anybody I've ever seen in public life. And for 4 years this guy was the commander in chief and the president of a country that was a lot different looking than it is right now. You know, a lot of thousands of you have texted the keyword Trump to 800-655-MIKE to see the list of the Trump administration's accomplishments. Thousands more have texted the keyword more Trump because there's an updated version from somebody over at town hall. So if you Trump, if you text the keyword Trump or the keyword more Trump to our MyPillow text line at 800-655-MIKE, we'll send you back a list of what was done during the four years of the Trump presidency. Compare the Trump accomplishments to the first two years of the Biden presidency. Compare what happened under President Donald Trump to what Biden has done to this country in the last two and a half years. It'll blow your mind. It's a pretty instructive thing to do. I urge you to do it. There's no, no, you know, we're not trying to sell you anything. There's no cost other than standard text messaging right rates. Please never text and drive. But if you want an eye-opening list, you you just text more Trump or Trump to 800-655-MIKE, 800-655-6453, and check out what America was like during four years of Donald J. Trump. Domestic policy, foreign policy, conservatism, the courts, all up and down the line, and compare it to what we've been subjected to for the last two and a half years of the Biden presidency. It's a pretty uh, pretty efficient little uh, system we have set up here. The MyPillow text line brought to you by MyPillow, and boy, oh boy, are we thrilled to tell you every day about Mike Lindell, and he's another guy. He gets vindicated over and over and over again, and they've done everything they could to shut him down, to stop him. Take a moment and uh, and reward yourself. You work hard in life. You get we got a lot of challenges we face. You deserve a, be- a good night's sleep. Go to MyPillow.com. Get those Giza Dream Sheets, the softest, most luxurious sheets you'll find anywhere. I was in New York for a few days on business, got back home to Florida last night, crawled into bed, oh my gosh, with my Giza Dream Sheets and my MyPillow down blanket. I got my. I, I just discovered the joys of an electric blanket. I've never had one before, but to crawl into a nice warm bed and then curl up under all my MyPillow products, it's the best. The pillow itself that started it all is just as low as 1998 with the promo code Mike G and those my slippers out of this world $90 off with the promo code Mike G go to mypillow.com promo code Mike G mypillow.com promo code Mike G or call 800-928-6034 800-928-6034 like we love to sing the best night's sleep in the whole wide world is mypillow.com promo code Mike G do you agree with me You see what I mean about Trump smelling like a rose on this? Being completely vindicated in a sense? Because now that Pence has classified documents, this is a non-issue for the American people. And more importantly, the American people resent the horrific way Trump has been treated by the government. This isn't by the media. These are the, the folks in charge. 
Um, I think it's really hard to dispute that Trump will emerge the Republican nominee next year. Let's see if you disagree. 800-655-MIKE. Join me. One open line. 800-655-6453. The Mike Gallagher Show is now on TV. Watch the show every weekday on Salem News Channel. Stream anytime on any device. Find us on Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Google TV, Apple TV, and more. Or just go to SalemNewsChannel.com. The Mike Gallagher Show, now on TV. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. I try to read uh, as many books as I can. Uh, recently, one of the most riveting, compelling, entertaining, informative books I, I've read in years is former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo's new book, Never Give an Inch, Fighting for the America I Love. It's uh, surprisingly funny, it's candid, and uh, what an honor it is to welcome Secretary Mike Pompeo to the Mike Gallagher Show. Can, can I start by pointing out that as a guy who lost 53 pounds last year, and I'm very proud of that. This I, I recognize a fellow weight loss uh, journeyman. So congratulations! You're looking like a million bucks these days, uh, Secretary. Well, Mike, thank you. Uh, thanks for the kind words about the book too. Uh, let's pray we can both keep it off. It's a challenge of a lifetime for me. It sure is. It's always we just got to stick to it, and uh, but we can, and we'll probably add some year, a number of years to our life. And goodness knows uh, we need we need warriors like you. I. I uh, I, people need to be reminded that one of the most important aspects, I think, of, of your tenure uh, comes by way of uh, of an endorsement you got from the Archbishop of New York. And I want to get to that in just a moment. There's so many areas I want to cover with you. But obviously, this the huge breaking news this week has been the discovery of classified documents in the homes of uh, now Mike Pence, Joe Biden, Donald Trump. A lot of people are recognizing the disparity between uh, the the DOJ's response to President Trump and Mar-a-Lago and President Biden and now Vice President Pence. It seems to me that the one person who benefits greatly from all of the, these breaking headlines is former President Trump, because for most Americans, they're going to say, well, now it's kind of a non-issue. It's a bipartisan issue. It's not just a Trump factor. It's not just his problem. Um, and so let's turn the page on that controversy 
And I think Americans are reminded of the very distinctly different way our government responded to Trump's classified documents and Biden and Pence. Is that fair or do you think I'm overstating that? Well, you know, I don't want to do the politics so much, uh, but your point about the inequity, the unequal treatment that was given is absolutely certain. Uh, I harken back to, I served on the Benghazi committee, Mike, it seems like <clears throat> seems like a long time ago, when yep. we found classified information on Secretary Clinton's server, on her handheld, on her BlackBerry device. I remember this incredibly well. FBI didn't raid her home. <clears throat> Justice Department didn't go after her. Look, classified information matters. Everyone who handles it has to treat it appropriately. If you get it wrong, if you make a mistake, Admit it. Get the document back where it's supposed to be. Don't bring politics in this. Treat everyone evenly, not only Republicans, Democrats, but treat equally senior officials and private first class in the United States Army who mishandle documents. We get that right. We treat this stuff seriously. We can protect America's secrets, which at the end, Mike, is what this is really all about. Of course it is. And of, and the reason, and I, I know you, we're not going to go down the rabbit hole of politics and, and, and spending a lot of time on 2024, but you've been there. I mean, you, you were in the trenches. You were the CIA director. You were the Secretary of State. You know a thing or two about a skiff. You know a thing or two about classified documents and, and government secrets. It's in, I don't even understand how it's possible for these many documents to be in the private residences of former government officials. Can you help us understand why the National Archives doesn't have a, uh, uh, for lack of a better metaphor, a library, you know, take the book out of the library system? If you take classified documents out, you got to account for them? I mean, I think most of us don't even understand how this could have happened. So for the very most compartmented secret level documents, they are numbered, they are cataloged, they are tracked. My guess is that none of the documents that were in any of these places were those documents. I, I don't know that. I don't know the facts. Um, so for, for part of it, there is a call it a library, call it catalog. That is appropriate. The, the simple volume of classified documents that I dealt with as CIA director or that the presidents would have dealt with, I'm just staggering. And they are in their residence. I had in my home as a CIA director, there was a skiff. Inside of that skiff, there was a safe. When I finished reading classified documents, I either returned them to the handlers or put them in the safe before I locked the safe, locked the door. Somehow that just didn't happen sufficiently. And and I suppose any of us can get it wrong. I suppose any of us could put a document in the wrong notebook, carry it out. Uh, but dang it, when you find it, get it right back. And I'll, I'll tell you what else is troubling politically. When the president of the United States says, I have no regrets, that, that bothers me. I promise you, if someone finds out that I held documents in the wrong place or I did something wrong two years ago or when I was in the House of Representatives on the Intelligence Committee, I will regret it deeply. I, I will have put information at risk. And we have service members all across the world, CA operatives all across the world. We need to protect them. There's a reason for most of this classification, and we ought to do our best. When we get it wrong, just own it. Admit it. Get on with your life. I just I just talked about your your takeaway last night on Fox News with Sandra Smith and and I love that perspective taking taking accountability take responsibility say hey this was a mistake it shouldn't have happened but doubling right. down and saying I've got no regrets the hubris yeah. is is unbelievable and I just can't imagine what he's thinking that's the best word hubris arrogance lack of care for the American people right. uh, yeah all all of those are way good ways to describe that no. Um, you, you should regret it. When you when you get it wrong, every leader, don't blame your staff. Don't blame people around you. It may be they actually did it. It's possible. But it's your team. You're right. the you're the senior leader. You own it. Well, and, and it's the theme of your book, talking about uh, caring for the for the country that you love, 
fighting for the country you love, never giving an inch. But you strike me as having the kind of personality where you, you, the, you know, the old phrase about, uh, you know, soft, speak softly and carry a big stick. You're not, you're not a flamethrower. You're not a guy that really gets into the, the mud and rolls around, but your, your policy positions, your, your conservatism is, is unparalleled. I mean, do you, do you worry about in the arena with this book and, and, and of course, obviously people use your name and bandy it about as maybe a 2024 presidential contender that you're not red meat enough that you got to have sharper elbows or, or, or do you feel confident in the, in the, in your delivery and the way you present your message? You know, Mike, we all just got to be who we are. Right. Right. Uh, I, I, in, in the end, uh, I grew up with parents that taught me, put the helmet on, put your head down, uh, avoid the noise, uh, keep true to the signal, stay on the mission. I think the American people admire that, too. I think they recognize those of us who are just all about delivering. And so the book I wrote, Never Give an Inch, was to tell uh, that story. I, a lot of these stories are new. They're fun. You, your point about laughing is right. Yeah. I hope people will read the book and find joy and love in the book as well. But it's a tough, mean, nasty world out there. And when I was Secretary of State and CI Director, I wasn't out uh, talking about all of the ins and outs of what we were doing. But when I watched the stories being told about meetings I was in, and it just it was just false. When I saw Adam Schiff tell lies to the American people, I felt like I wanted to go correct the historical record and tell this story about four glorious years where we understood peace through strength the way Reagan did, where we understood that putting America first could matter, could really deliver good outcomes for people and you know who, who aren't thinking about Taiwan or Beijing or Kiev every day. They're living their lives with their families and their churches. I wanted to tell that story, and I, I hope that comes through in the book. I think it's important because I think it sets the trajectory for how we keep this country safe for the next 250 years. It does come through in the book, and, and it is incredibly entertaining. I, I frankly was surprised at how how much uh, levity and, and how much, uh, you know, there there is a laughter factor because you're involved in situations that most people would never in a million years get near. For example, uh, you, you've got to talk about what it was like to go to North Korea and to meet to meet Kim Jong-un. This, I mean, these are characters that, you know, we, we read about, we try to figure out. I'm, I am absolutely fascinated by all aspects of the Hermit Kingdom. I, I just think... The stories of of the of this this false you know dystopian sort of environment just just is intriguing to me. What was that like on your first trip to North Carolina? And are the reports true that uh, that you that the President Trump was trying to get you to talk to Dennis Rodman to get ready for that meeting? <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, you'll remember, as a factual matter, Dennis Rodman had spent more time with Chairman Kim than any other American before yes. I broke his record. The only NBA record I will ever break. Uh, and uh, he, he, he'd coached the North Korean basketball team. And so uh, on the Wednesday before I took the first trip, I was the CI director at the time. Uh, I was headed out on Good Friday, 2018. And just as I'm walking out, President Trump says, Mike, have you spoken to Dennis Rodman? And I said, no, sir. He said, well, remember, uh, and, and President Trump knew him from The Apprentice. <laughs> and so uh, right. he said, remember, Dennis Rodman knows Chairman Kim really well. You should You should check in with him and you should give him a holler. Uh, in the end, I, I wasn't able to get a hold of him uh, before I departed. But it was did you, really. Did you try? Uh, I, I we did. We I always do what the president says to do. So I left there. <laughs> we tried to get a hold of him. We we weren't successful. I, I left. I think I left thirty hours later, thirty six hours later. Uh, you know, it, it was fascinating. To your point, Mike, uh, I, I was running a machine shop in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, I was teaching fifth grade Sunday school with my wife in two thousand nine. 
Uh, and then here I am just a handful of years later on a U.S. military aircraft flying in the dark of the night to Pyongyang yeah. to meet with a guy who just returned out of warm beer home to die from his condition of detainment mm-hmm. and who, who starves thousands and thousands of his own people every day. Uh, it, it, it was stun- it's a stunning juxtaposition to walk out, kiss your wife goodbye and, and head on a mission like that. Uh, he's an evil guy, but we had a real task was to try and get the nuclear weapons, the weapons of mass destruction out of his hands. And I, I tell the stories of our meetings, at least to the extent that I can, uh, given all the security clearances. But I tell these stories about this human being who we were trying to convince it was in his best interest. And we made some progress. The story of the three Americans I was able to get back home from detention uh, three amazing Christian men. Uh, still, it's very emotional to talk about. We we let one of these hostages actually tell the story in his own words in the book. Yep. Uh, the the stories are remarkable. In the end, we got them to stop long range missile tests. We didn't. They didn't do any nuclear testing on our watch. We ultimately failed in our our, our most deep ambitions and objective. But I think we made America safer. We got the remains of American service members home too, which I'm incredibly proud of. Visiting with former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, his book, Never Give an Inch, Fighting for the America I Love. You will absolutely enjoy it immensely. I, I certainly did. You, you know, there we have lots of threats that we face, whether it's North Korea, China. You, you have been a, a leading voice, uh, a clarion uh, call for being alert and, and prepared for what China can, can pose to the United States. What should we be doing that we're not doing? I know that my namesake, Congressman Mike Gallagher, on a committee to, 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 to stand up to, uh, to China. But, you know, uh, the American people, we have this bizarre relationship. We rely on China for so many goods and services. We, 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 we expect to try to have, have, get along with them. What could we or should we be doing that we're not? Well, you're right, Mike. And like you, I think Mike Gallagher is a patriot and will do great work. I think he understands the problem set much like I do. I try to remind people that it, this problem isn't so far away. The Chinese Communist Party built its economy on the backs of the American worker. Tens of thousands of American jobs destroyed billions of dollars worth of our intellectual property, the, the hard work of Americans taken to the Chinese government. And then they sold these goods back to us cheap and destroyed our economy even more. And so we should be serious about confronting them. When we are, we'll be successful, but we should never forget. They, they want America to look more like them, a Marxist, Leninist, authoritarian regime. They want global trade, not in the US dollar, but in their currency, the renminbi. We can't let those things happen. I, I, we, we should treat them fairly and reciprocally. Today, they can buy land near American military facilities. That's nuts. Imagine, Mike, you and I decided, let's go buy some land in China near a Chinese military facility. It just wouldn't work. <coughs> Excuse me. Correct. You know, I, I've got to ask you in closing, and I'm, and I'm so grateful for the time. I know you're, you're busy on a book tour, and we're, uh, we're grateful for you and, and for your service. Um, obviously, I know your answer because I've seen, I've seen a million people ask you, but my audience will kill me if I don't ask you, do you have any aspirations to run for president in 2024? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, we're thinking <laughs> no, about you're not. It. No, you're not. <laughs> I, I, tru- I truly am. I, I'm glad okay. you asked. This is serious stuff. Who we choose to be our next leader is a very, very serious business. We need thoughtful people with backbones of steel. We're going to need a conservative for eight years to go crush what President Biden has done to the American people. He's destroyed so much of the good work that we did. So Susan and I are thinking, praying, trying to figure out if this is our next calling, the place for us to go. 
But Mike, you and I are going to be in this fight for conservative beliefs, uh, for delivering good outcomes for decades to come, whether that turns out that it's me running for president or me just working in other ways. Uh, this fight matters. Our Judeo-Christian founding is important. We can never walk away from these things. And I hope what comes across in Never Given Inch is uh, my commitment to that. And so we'll, we'll see what the Lord brings us here in a couple months. And I'll either be in Iowa or I'll be out someplace else working hard on behalf of this country. I just got a text message from Sarasota, Florida. If Mike Pompeo isn't the brightest guy on the national political stage <laughs> and doesn't have all the right aspects of leadership, I don't know who is. Millions of Americans admire you. Millions of us admire you, Mr. Secretary. Keep fighting the good fight. I hope everybody gets the book and uh, and stay safe on the uh, on the book tour. Thanks for joining us, sir. We hope to visit with you again soon. Thank you, Mike. Bless you. Have a good day. God bless. Uh, there's Mike Pompeo. His book, Never Give an Inch, Fighting for the America I Love. You know, we can sit around and speculate and do this parlor game of who's going to run in 2024. It's kind of nice to know that a guy like Mike Pompeo uh, isn't uh, is willing to, 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 to consider joining the t- joining the field it's probably going to be a crowded field but i can think of worse problems for republicans have that the republicans could have because he's right we're going to need the best and the brightest and we need the the sharpest tools in the drawer to deal with the loony left and the damage the destruction that the democrats have heaped upon america portions of our show brought to you by fellowship home loans Call 800-510-MIKE or go to fellowshiphomeloans.com slash Mike G. Welcome home, Fellowship Home Loans. Watch the Mike Gallagher Roundtable exclusively on the Salem News Channel. Mike's team, Derek, Tracy, Yuri, and Eric, share their opinions on the biggest stories Mike discusses every day. Get your seat on the Mike Gallagher Roundtable at the start of every hour on the Mike Gallagher Show, only on Salem News Channel. is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show. What Adam Schiff did, use his power as a chairman and lie to the American public. Even the inspector general said it. And if you want to talk about Swalwell, because you have not had the briefing that I have. Eric Swalwell had a problem with a Chinese spy. I mean, Pence, seriously. Yeah. We have this great thing going with Joe. Yeah, yeah. and he just yeah. ruined it. And he did. Come on, man. Yeah. Now, from the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike Gallagher. You know, there's an old expression, um, mess around, find out. And I'm hoping that the companies that are trying to silence you and me are going to find out what happens when they mess around. I've cleaned it up, by the way. The The language is considerably worse than mess around. You can, you can fill in the blank. Blank around and find out. AT&T, the parent company of DirecTV, has deplatformed Newsmax one of the most watched cable news channels in America. Millions of people tune into Newsmax because we ought to be about choices in America, 
You get to make decisions. We are very proud of the Salem News Channel. It's our streaming TV service that features not only the voices that you've come to know and hopefully appreciate over the years from the Salem Radio Network, but all kinds of um, unique content and programming from Andrew Wilkow to Larry O'Connor. Lots of great newscasts from all over the world. We've got a anchor and, and reporter in London. We've got someone. I mean, it's just, it's a great product. And maybe they'll come for us next. Maybe they'll try to figure out a way to have the government shut us down. Congressman Wesley Hunt, who's a freshman congressman from Texas, is publicly calling on DirecTV to reconsider its decision saying that deplatforming Newsmax is the latest development in the left's ongoing campaign to purge the voices they disagree with from the public sphere. This is a political decision to censor conservative media. And Congressman Hunt, part of the Republican majority, in the House, sent a letter to DirecTV and its owners, AT&T, co-signed by 41 other Republican lawmakers ahead of Newsmax being deplatformed. And as I understand it, they're gone. Newsmax is off as of 11.59 p.m. last night. Hunt wrote, Newsmax has millions of people turned tuned to them as a source of trusted information. Now more than ever, the American people need access to a free and fair press. I'm sure that DirecTV will claim that removing Newsmax from their lineup of channels was purely a business decision, but that is hard to accept when liberal news channels like Vice Media continue to remain on the air. Vice is a ratings failure for DirecTV, yet they continue to profit from their relationship with DirecTV. I was talking to my pal Joey Hudson in South Carolina, and Joey didn't quite seem to quite understand how these carriage fees work. Most people don't. I didn't either until I've been studying it the last few hours in anticipation of talking about this with you. Carriage fees are fees that companies like AT&T slash DirecTV pay to networks as part of the relationship to carry their platform on their, on their lineup. As as Rick Grinnell pointed out in a tweet, DirecTV refuses to pay any carriage fees to Newsmax, but they pay just about everybody else, including Vice News, which is a hard-left news organization that's carried by DirecTV. The carriage fees are essential to keeping networks like like Newsmax up and running. And it's devastating. One American News Network has been decimated by the same crap being deplatformed. The beast doesn't want your voice to be heard, period. And these companies are doing the Democrats' bidding. Chuck Schumer and all of these loony leftists are sitting back 
grinning from ear to ear at a company like DirecTV and AT&T kicking Newsmax off their network. Now, I'm not affiliated with Newsmax. I'm no longer affiliated with Fox News Channel. I'm affiliated with Salem News Channel. And I want Salem News Channel to grow, to build, and it is every day. You should see the numbers that I see. More and more people are tuning into the Salem News Channel. This is how we're going to win. But we got to fight back. And you've got to support companies that are like-minded. I talk about Pure Talk, a cell phone company that is the antidote to the woke wireless companies and woke companies like AT&T, leftists who want to silence your voice. It's so easy to switch over to Pure Talk. You'd grab your phone, dial pound 250, say Mike Gallagher when prompted, and you'll talk to a U.S.-based customer service rep, and you could take your cell phone service from AT&T or Verizon or T-Mobile and switch it over to Pure Talk. 30 bucks a month for really fast data talk and text. $30 a month. And you're supporting a company that reflects our values, not AT&T. Say goodbye to AT&T. you got to do this. Vision Computers out of Atlanta. They're a new advertiser with us. And I'm going to tell you flat up, flat out, they're right off the bat, and they took a chance by advertising on the Mike Gallagher Show. And they are a great company. I've heard Neil Bortz tout their, uh, their, their services and their computers for years. So I've wanted to work with Vision Computers. They sell PCs, they sell personal computers, and you can order them from anywhere in the country. And what I love about Vision Computers is after you purchase a computer from them, first of all, every every PC that you, you buy from Vision Computers comes with three years of parts and labor included, plus a year of managed service. And you're going to get printer, email, general software setup assistance at no charge. And then, for me, best part of all, after you buy the computer from them, the tech support that you're inevitably going to need, guess what? The average hold time when you call Vision Computers for assistance is 15 seconds. You won't be stuck on hold for hours. And these are companies that are taking a chance by advertising on a platform like the Mike Gallagher Show. So please hear me very carefully. Support these businesses. Go to visioncomputers.com or call them at 404-COMPUTE. Easy number to remember. It's the Atlanta area code 404-COMPUTE. And you'll speak with a live person, order a computer, because if you're like me, you need a computer, but you don't always know how to operate it or get the tech support or have the tech support where you don't have to wait for two hours to get the, the, the squad guys on the phone or whatever. Vision Computers is different. They're family-owned and operated, and there are kind of people. So I need you, I need you to support the companies that support you and me. Please go to visioncomputers.com or call 404-COMPUTE so that we can show a company like Vision Computers that we have their back. It's important. If you like what you hear and see on the Mike Gallagher Show, then support the businesses that support us. It's the message from my pillow every day. I mean, every single day I tell you about Mike, Mike, Mike Lindell and my pillow, and people always go back there and order slippers and sheets and pillows 
You go to MyPillow.com, promo code Mike G. You got to do your part. I had a great conversation today with Mike Pompeo. If you missed it, we have it posted on the Salem News Channel and MikeOnline.com. His book is called Never Give an Inch, Fighting for the America I Love. And you can't give an inch. You can't. We've got to be engaged. Because we're fighting some real tough battles right now. We're fighting a really tough fight. So you got to say goodbye to AT&T. You got to say goodbye. You got to pressure them that way. But this is real simple. Congress has to investigate this. It's absolutely inconceivable that companies like AT&T and DirecTV will pay all of these left-leaning networks the carriage fees to keep them profitable, but they want to strip Newsmax and conservative outlets, One American News, from their business model. And it's, and, and it's only one thing. It's just to punish conservatism. It's to muzzle and silence a, an alternative point of view from what they think ought to be advanced. And it's wrong. It's flat-out wrong. 800-655-MIKE. You know, my friend Mark Davis has a, and he's back from uh, being sick for a few days with COVID, uh, thrilled to have Mark back, the M&M experience. You'll hear our, his return a little bit later this hour. Happy to share that convers- that happy conversation. Uh, Mark and his wife Lisa were, you know, fairly sick with COVID, but thankfully uh, completely reco- recovered. They feel great. Mark's back to work. Mark uses what he calls the consistency test, and I appreciate that so much. Mark, as a conservative, points out private companies have the right to do whatever they want. Well, there's all kinds of government involvement in companies like AT&T and DirecTV. And they can't, they can't have it both ways. Entities like AT&T don't get to discriminate against millions and millions of Americans who love conservative networks like Salem News Channel and Newsmax and One American News and Fox News Channel and everybody else. You can't have it both ways. And we got to fight back. we got to stand tall here. So, you know, we, we, I say this all the time, and I mean it. There's more of us than there are of them. If there was more of them than there were of us, there are of us, we would have no control in, in, in Washington, D.C. The Democrats would control the House, the Senate, and the presidency. They don't. There's plenty of us. Plenty of us. And I'm, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of sitting here watching these people do what they do. I want you to hear... A Newsmax host. Do you guys have uh, Rob Finnerty queued up yet? Listen to uh, Rob Finnerty from Newsmax talking about this uh, deplatforming that that uh, AT and T and Directv have shamelessly pulled off last night. There are people that are that are, can't watch us right now that have Directv uh, in their house. My parents, by the way, included in that list. Uh, you can download the Newsmax app. Free to download on your phone, and then you can watch us for free. Um, we're one of the only big news outlets out there that does that. I think the only that's free. The app is totally free. You can watch us wherever you are. Um, Newsmax is the fourth highest rated cable channel in America. Okay? So it's not like we're some little podunk network. All right? We're, we're big. He's right, but they don't care. The left doesn't care. The bigger they are, the bigger the target on their back. Look what they've done to Salem. I mean, we've had all these reports in the last year or so, New York Times, NPR coming after us, NPR attacking talk radio, attacking Salem. They, they want to shut 
anybody down that doesn't agree with them. And we've got it. we got to stand up, and we've got to let our voices be heard. Uh, let's start with you. 1-800-655-MIKE. I mean, I, I really i am furious about this, and you should be too. DirecTV? Are you kidding me? 800-655-MIKE. We're in the ReliefFactor.com studios. Your voice coming up. If you miss any part of the Mike Gallagher Show, you can hear all the important moments from the show when you subscribe to the Mike Gallagher Show podcast. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to the Mike Gallagher Show podcasts today. Mm-hmm. I thought, why not? So I asked Mike in the minutes leading up to the segment, hey, are you still in New York? Because I had this plan. <laughs> Mike goes, no, I'm back in Florida. Well, nah. Too late. Too, Too late. late. But I'm going to do it anyway. Number one, Alicia Keys' uh, birthday. She's 42, and here she is, and who, Jay-Z, so there's the empire state of mind. So what So what, what were you doing in the Big Apple? Just a, Well, no, no, forget about me. You, We can't start your okay, show. sorry. I mean, uh, my goodness. I mean, first of all, let me get the, uh, the formalities out of the way. Like Rhonda, like everybody, we're thrilled you're back. I'm so glad you're, you you recovered. Uh, you know, I know Lisa had a tougher time than you did. So she, she had a great day yesterday, and she, good. both of us tested negative last night. So good. They, as if that even means anything anymore. Well, but, uh, it's kind of 50% of it is psychological. When you see that negative test, it's like you automatically feel better. You're you know? a 1,000% correct. <laughs> I was about 80% feeling better. And we said, we just kind of looked at each other and said, man, we got tests lying around. Let's go ahead and do it. I think we're still feeding off the Uncle Mike shipment from you know, X number of months ago, the closet full of Binax, and, uh, and and we both wound up negative. We looked at each other and went, I, th- I think my nasal passage just cleared up. It's, it's remarkable. Well, and the, and the opposite is true. The second time I got COVID, I had... <laughs> I didn't think I had it. I just had a runny nose, and I figured I had allergies. And yeah. then, you know me, I take tests hourly. So <laughs> when I t- when I took my test and it said positive, then I had to go right to the bed. I was overwhelmed. I was <laughs> sick. I was like, oh, I see you. Here I come. Uh, can, so I it's plug, like, can I plug two things? Number one, you and the value of you as a friend. And this is total unpaid. Maybe they need to be spending money with us. Uh, the, 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 you did it, I guess, when Ethan went through something or just whatever. But, but then for... For Lisa and for me, this box arrives, and it was like the one day that we hadn't gotten anything from Amazon. It was like, ding dong, oh, who's this? And it was from the people at Spoonful of Comfort. And what they do, and I guess this is their thing, is boxes that you can send to people who are under the weather or whatever, recovering from something. There's a blanket in there, a warmy thing you toss in the microwave, some cookies, some chicken noodle soup. Man, I snarf that stuff. And and and, and I gave Lisa of the blanket and it's just, so thank you and the, well it's, i guess it's spoonful of comfort.com yeah just fantastic yeah stuff. I, I i'm with you i don't like giving plugs to people who aren't advertisers but i'm a big customer of theirs i love their product they and, and they get it there quickly they're really good about they're tracking and cheese. shipping and yep. i mean you know you'll you'll pay extra to expedite it but they'll get you and they have like uh Get well soon baskets, and they have congratulations, you know, gift uh, baskets and all that. So they're really, really, really good. All right, so glad you're both feeling better. Now let's now let me have some fun with you. 
Let's go. Anybody, if anybody ever calls me a drama queen, I'm pointing to you. I almost had to stop the car today listening, driving into you, talking about your triumphant return from the dead. It was, I mean, well, you, well I mean, but this is so fascinating. It's all the psychology of COVID. And it's yeah. just, it, it absolutely intrigues me because, I mean, first of all, you were missed. You don't take many sick days. But I'm the first but, person who said it was just like five days of a cold. I didn't yeah, no, I no. But listen, the, oh, no. Playback 705. <laughs> I am, I am. Ready? I am back. I'm just having been, a little. Oh, I'm having uh, a little fun here, dude. Yeah, it's what I but, do. But it's a big. But listen, it's a, the psycho. For, you have to understand. There's a mindset, and it's. I'm not re- even really making fun of you. I'm. I'm. Listen. You think I wouldn't be the same way? I, I am. But for many people, they just plow through like it really is a minor cold, and they don't want to test. We've got a colleague who just had COVID with his wife. I think. But they don't. They'll never know because they refuse to get the test. They what's don't be, want. What's behind, what's behind that? They don't want to know. They don't want to know if they've what's got be, COVID. What's behind that? They think it's like they say, okay, it's the cold, <sighs> it's the flu, it's, it's something we're going to live with, and we're not going to get all bent around the spokes by mm-hmm. by by testing positive for COVID. They think they're going to go into some database. Uh, and, and listen, I don't know. They're wrong. No, I, I mean, but. You know, it's there's such a rabbit hole over this crap, and 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 I I used the opportunity of you and the occasion of you getting COVID to talk about this on the air the other day. Not so much specifically your case, but no, saying that a dear friend of mine and, his, and, and dear friends of mine have COVID, and and it wasn't. Listen, let's be real here. You didn't have the easiest time, and she didn't have the easiest time. She had a harder right. time than you did. It's no fun to get sick. Nobody wants to get sick. There's nothing easy about this. I don't care what anybody says. However, having said that. Everybody's changing their viewpoint. Nobody's getting the booster anymore, Mark. No, I, I didn't. I got the first one long ago. But as far as the additional boosters, I didn't. I just I looked at the whole situation. And said, eh, I'm good. See, but but you and I both got vaccinated. We got a booster, and we and and with the vaccine and with the booster, we still got COVID. Now, oh, exactly. oh I, I love way past thinking it would ever kept me from getting it. And even when I say, did it help with the severity? I don't know if it does anymore because that was a long time ago that I, I don't know it. either. I we that's I the problem. Know. We don't know. But here's what I do yeah. know: they've they've been wrong about virtually everything they told us. Yeah. And you know where it started? It started with Fauci saying you don't need to wear a mask. Mm. The mask won't do you any good. <laughs> that was the first lie. Because then, of course, that changed. And now, you, now if you don't wear a mask you, in some in some blue city. You're you're scourge. You're 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 a plague. Then then they said get the vaccine and you won't get COVID. Then they said, "Oops, well you're getting COVID with the vaccine, so now uh, you won't you can't transmit COVID if you have the." Well, that's not then that turned out to be wrong too. Everything they've said, they've moved the goalposts so many times, Mark, and it's a serious issue because we're never going to trust them on anything again. That's correct. I'm just telling you, it's and, and we're, it's, we're all uh, just left to make our own decisions. So you've said, you've, you've established a fascinating uh, playing field. So here's where I think I am. If six months from now I get you know the same, <laughs> am I going to test? Sure, I am. Yes, I am. Not so I can shut down life or dive under the bed or start making you know uh, cremation arrangements, but I want to observe the difference between me just having a cold and me having actual COVID because of, uh, because if I, you know, if if I just got a cold, I, I might, I might go to Tom Thumb 
and if I've got something that is not particularly dangerous to me and not life changing to me, but could be of a risk to somebody else, I'm going to observe a, a little precaution first. I feel I That's feel it. exactly the same way, and I I'm a big believer in the tests only for my own edification because yeah, I, like I want to know if I and in fact I can't imagine not wanting to know if you have COVID. That to me blows my mind. And listen, I know a lot of people who feel this way. Not going to test. Don't care. I'm sick. I'll be in bed. Then when I feel better, I'll get up and I'll go back to. Well, guess what? One thing I think we do agree on, it is a transmissible virus. It does go from person to person. You know what? And there might be. Tell me me in your life and mine. There's something about the last month, month and a half. Mike, everybody I know has it. Oh, everywhere I go. I know the last something about the last. And by the way, all of their uh, uh, rigors are just like mine. Four or five days uh, and then you're better. But it is absolutely rampant right now. Here's what is not the same. And that is, I'm sorry, there are too many people who have young people who are dying suddenly of heart, of heart related uh, you know complications and I don't think that's uh, you, we can just laugh at that and say it's a conspiracy. Oh, I don't, don't laugh. I don't, I, I, I don't know. There I mean and and this this Demar Hamlin story here's what's bizarre. Now now well, let, yeah, let's go for for the, the Buffalo Bills guy had a big heart issue on the field. Heart shot shut down and shut down an entire game. He nearly died and his recovery has been an amazing and inspiring thing. However, dot 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 go ahead. Well, he shows up, he goes to a game, he goes to the Buffalo game the other day. Did he? Well, that's the big question. Is it a body double? Okay, Juanita Broderick. I, I, mean, I know, I know. It's you so know, weird. I mean, but there's a ahead, conspiracy. But we well, well, but here's where we are, because why wouldn't you think that with the world we're living in, he shows up, he doesn't travel, he doesn't go with his family, nope. and he's tight with his, he goes, he's separated from his family. Have we seen his he, face, Like, have we seen his face at all? Not once. It's mm-hmm. all covered up. He's got mm-hmm. this hoodie on, he's got a face, face covering of some kind on. Now... Why? What? What in the world? Well, give know. me. You're a smart guy. What's the theory? What? what <laughs> the, well, okay. Ready, ready. His Here, here's my broke out? brilliant. Here's my brilliant Einstein theory. There's something he or somebody doesn't want to to be seen. Something what? that. You, what does and that what, mean? And what would? I have no idea. Why I, couldn't you want to be seen? You'd well, I, heck, I'd want everybody to see me. I'm alive. Here <laughs> I am. A bill, of a billboard campaign. See my smile. I mean, <laughs> I you my. Gosh, it's know, just it's incredible weird. to it's me. Weird. It's a weird. Yeah. And then, incidentally, uh, sad, sad news. And uh, this is a COVID-related story in a way too, because when Diamond passed away, when she, yeah. poor thing, when this wonderful, delightful a Diamond couple, and Silk, family. Diamond and Silk, mm-hmm. big Trump supporters and mm-hmm. huge, you know, social media influencers. And poor Diamond is on the phone with her sister, and yes, it is her sister. Somebody on my team said, they're not sisters, they're cousins. No, they're apparently sisters, Diamond and Silk. Mm -hmm. And Diamond was talking to Silk on the phone, and she called out, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Uh, Her poor sister rushes over and finds her dead on the kitchen floor. And there's widespread speculation. And then last week, there's the memorial service. <laughs> Trump at the President memorial Trump service. Yes. And, what was, and it, what? well, but her sister, Silk, talked about some plot about the vaccines and somebody with a vaccine gave her something that caused her to drop dead. Well, her mm. official cause of death was revealed just hours ago, according to the Associated Press. And I'm thinking, is this anybody's business? But then again, they're public mm, figures, yeah. I guess. Yeah. She uh, she died of heart disease due to chronic high blood pressure. Didn't well, have there any, you are. 
So, but the people that hate Diamond and Silk say, yeah. oh, they're anti-vaxxers, and so she died of COVID. Ha, ha, ha. Meanwhile, the actual anti-vaxxers are going, ha, see, there's another one. So we are in Alice in Wonderland. Listen, when Mike Pence did something wrong, you know the world is on its axis. That's I mean, it. Mike Pence and classified documents. I mean, this is a guy who's, you talk about a squeaky clean Boy Scout. Yeah, he's got classified documents. Incidentally, you know who this benefits with Pence and with Biden and with who and and Obama's got to be coming. There's no way Obama doesn't have classified documents. But can you go? Can you go rooting through his stuff without cause? Probably not. Probably not. But they should. They ought to be. So his his attorneys right now should be sifting through that, looking for. And if they are, then they're going. And if they find it, then they're going to have an obligation to turn it over. But there's one guy who sits the back. Donald J. Trump. I mean, my gosh, he comes out of this once again, smelling like a rose. Have you seen the polls lately? See the Emerson poll? He crushes... DeSantis and everybody. And did you see him uh, sticking up for? Did you see him sticking up for Pence? Here's yeah. Donald Trump, who has not been a Pence fan since January sixth, saying, "Leave this guy alone. He's never done anything intentionally dishonest in his life. Leave him alone." Now, the the mainstream media claims that was sarcasm. I don't know if it was sarcastic oh, or not. Oh, I don't. I don't think so at all. I, I, I don't know, think so know. either. But I mean, here's the point: D- Donald Trump's uh, polls. His poll numbers have expanded over the last few weeks because. And he's about, he's, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the beneficiary of all this. Yes, all of a sudden, correct. the American people are going to say, okay, this is cross that off the list of reasons I should oppose Donald Trump. And, and now he's I'm about back to go in, to New Hampshire and I think Iowa. South Carolina, is South Carolina, isn't he? Exactly. He's about to make some primary state visits. Can we do 60 seconds on, on uh, Alec Baldwin, who makes our sure. teeth itch? And we got to put that aside because he either deserves or doesn't deserve to be charged for the, for the accident on the movie set. I don't know, man. I think that's a really long bridge to cross to make the shooting of this woman his fault is it a negligence thing and maybe he's in more trouble as the producer responsible for safety on the set than of the actual holder of the gun what say you mike gallagher well the people who use firearms regularly way more than you and i do tell me it's absolutely his responsibility doesn't matter if he's an actor or not he has the responsibility to make sure there's nothing he does with that weapon that could lead to somebody's uh, you know, injury. So or can death. you never no. pull but a trigger on a on a dummy cold F- gun? I mean, FBI tested it and said there's no way the trigger fired itself. He pulled yeah. the trigger. But I mean, he pulled if, the trigger. If, you're, if you and I are acting, and you, got, you and I are in your Mike and Mark in the old west. Ooh, right. You mean we we can't have guns in our hand and, and that look real and actually pull? We got to pull triggers at some point to make it look real. So do I need to like shoot it into the sky a couple of times just to make sure? What what does precaution look like? Well, I, I, I'm not sure, and I'm not familiar enough and skilled enough to in, 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 in firearms to know, but what I do know is him going to jail for 12 years is ridiculous. Of course I, he shouldn't yes. be incarcerated so, for, for years. And he could face, is, isn't that what it is? Is it five or 12? I think there it's was five, five or 12 I think, I, think, I think five. There, five years? Come on. Five. I mean, I that, that's I that's know. ridiculous. I mean, right. uh, he's going to, and he's already settled civilly. Do you know that the husband, the widower of the woman who was killed, was named an executive producer of the movie that will continue with Alec Baldwin. 
Nope. I mean, they, they're good old Hollywood. They don't even they don't even have the decency to shut all that down. How about you move on to a different There's, story or something? And, 30, and I know we nobody <laughs> needs to hear us go working through the Oscar nominations or anything. Oh, uh, Banshees of Inisherin is fantastic. With, with what's it uh, called? Banshees of Inisherin. Uh, this is nineteen uh, twenties Irish stuff. Colin uh, Farrell, uh, Brendan Gleeson. It's fantastic. You lost but me. I, at so 1920s. I, so since, since I had own oh, heavy accents, so you are. I know, out. Since I can't hear anything. So I tried to do something because it looked like it would be right in my wheelhouse. And it was it was the big Oscar nomination winner. I looked at Lisa and I said, we got two hours and 20 minutes. Let's do everything, everywhere, all at once. I lasted 25 minutes. Not because it's bad or not because whatever. It just made my brain melt. And that got it most just, of the nominations, it right? It sure did. I'm sure it's great. Some things are just just not I saw the list. Cup of tea. I saw the uh, list last night. My eyes yep. glazed over. I don't know any of them. I never well, seen you, any you know, of them. You know, Elvis, you know, Top Gun, those are in yeah, for Best Picture. True. Austin no, Butler yeah. got, uh, got a Best Actor yeah, nomination. That's true. And that's so, true. Well, there, there, well there's some you mean the Tom Hanks movie? Yeah. The Colonel Tom Parker story? No, I But speaking of Tom Hanks, is it a man called Otto? that's out right now, an actual really good Tom Hanks movie, which I haven't seen in a long time. I heard that's good, too. So I, I, don't, anyway. I don't watch movies anymore. Hey, I stay home, a, and I try to avoid COVID. Hey, let's get people to get out of their houses, and, and we are both all manned up with antibodies and ready to meet people on April 18th. <laughs> are we? It's, it's not are Mark. We? Yeah, well, well, I am. I Come are. to the Super Spreader event in Grapevine <laughs> with Mark right. and Mike. Come on, come on, come one, come all. That's true. Yeah, thanks a lot. Go to 660AMTheAnswer.com, April 18th. So time for all of us to forget this ever happened. And we're all there at the Palace Arts Center, Lancaster Theater, Main Street. Mark and Mike on stage live April 18th. Tickets at 660AMTheAnswer.com. Have a wonderful show, sir. Thank you. Welcome back. Glad you're back, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. It is Wednesday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.